Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. My name is Allie, and as always, I'm your host. Today, This is episode 31. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, making this a Wine Wednesday show. I hope you all enjoyed an extra special bottle on Saturday for Open That Bottle Day. At our house, we opened a bottle of Italian Merlot, um, which I know is definitely not what we had talked about last week, um, but it was fantastic and delicious and absolutely enjoyable. Lots of jammy red fruit notes, some stewed fruit notes, some clove and allspice and cinnamon notes, and then we also opened yesterday a bottle of um, Napa, so that's spelled M-U-M-M, Brut Prestige, because yesterday we celebrated our fourth year anniversary of arriving here in Nova Scotia. It's very exciting. For today's episode, though, we will be talking all about my absolute favorite grape ever, 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 and that would be, drumroll please, Cabernet Franc. We'll take a, we'll talk about growing regions, a little bit about the history, and some of what makes the variety unique in its taste profile. So let's jump on in. Alright, so historically, Cabernet Franc is an old grape. Like, super duper old. The first recorded history is sometime in the 17th century, when it had already been an established grape in the Lubomay, which is in the southwest of France, on the right bank of Bordeaux, um, Bordeaux being the main growing region there, or one of the main growing regions. Around this time, Cardinal Richelieu, yes, the same one as the Three Musketeers fought, um, has cuttings transported and transplanted to the Loire Valley. Um, The Cardinal plants the grapes at the Abbey of Bourguil, um, B-O-U-R-G-U-E-I-L, which still grows high-quality Cabernet Franc to this day, So since the 17th century, it's been growing the same grape in the same place at extremely high quality rates. So by the 18th century, Cabernet Franc is found extensively on the right bank in Bordeaux, and specifically in the regions of Ponsac, Pomerol, and Saint-Emilion. Spellings on those guys, F-R-O-N-S-A-C, Ronsac, Pomerol, P-O-M-E-R-O-L, Saint-Emilion, S-T-E-M-I-L-L-I-O-N. To this day, Cabernet Franc is definitely still a sweetheart at the right bank versus Cabernet Sauvignon on the left, but um, Merlot is definitely the most planted varietal in Bordeaux in total. Cabernet Franc is third. So during the 18th and 19th centuries, we see Cabernet Sauvignon start to take over um, as kind of the most planted cab varietal in Bordeaux. Um, But it doesn't grow so well on the left bank as much as the right bank. Um, And it just kind of does a little better in that climate. But it kind of gets outshadowed by um, cabs up. So, in 1997, Dr. Meredith of UC Davis, who does all of the grape DNA mapping, who we've talked about before when we talked to Pinot Gamay Noir, 
discovered that Cabernet Franc is actually Cabernet Sauvignon's father, and that Cab Sav was some sort of weird field cross between Cab Franc and Sauve Blanc. So um, right there in the vineyards of Bordeaux, a new grape was created. Um, and she couldn't trace Cab Franc much further back than that 17th century. Uh, she's done a lot of work in tracing, you know, Zinfandel back all the way to Croatia. Um, but she hasn't been able to tra- track Franc any further back than that. For growing, um, Cabernet Franc favors a cooler climate since when it overripens, uh, when it grows in places that are, it tends to overripen when it grows in places that are extra hot, which is when you get those weird green pepper flavors that are off-putting and why so many people dislike Cabernet Franc. It also grows in most soil types, um, so you can plant it pretty much anywhere and it'll grow but it does like a cooler climate and definitely a more maritime climate or um, watery climate. Maritime climate kind of describes any climate that's really close to the water. Alright, so where does Cab Franc live though? Well, in so, 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 so many places. Obviously, it still grows extensively in the Loire Valley, Um, where the cardinal had it planted, as well as in Bordeaux. It grows in Italy, mainly in the northeast. Hungary gained a huge amount of acclaim in the 1990s for its Cab Francs. Elsewhere in Europe, Cab Franc grows in Bulgaria, Slovenia, Croatia, in Greece, where it's known as... All right, hold on to your hats. I don't know if I'm going to say this one right. Taspornakos. Um... T-S-A-P-O-U-R-N-A-K-O-S, Tasponacus, as well as in small amounts in Spain. So pretty much a lot of the growing regions in Europe are growing Cab Franc. Um, All of the U.S., especially regions outside of California, um, like New York State, Virginia, Michigan, as well as Washington State, there are plantings of Cavranc in Napa Valley and in Sonoma Valley. Um, they're just not as extensive. And obviously Cab and Zinfandel are king. Cab Sav and Zinfandel are king in those regions. Francs are super... Um, <laughs> sorry. Washington State Cavfrancs are also super tasty, so you can find them there as well. Argentina is seeing a huge number of plantings um, being done and it's kind of starting to take over as its secondary red grape. Smaller plantings show up in Australia, South Africa, Chile, and New Zealand. Um, also in grows extensively up here in Canada. Just about every wine growing region grows it. Um, it grows really well in our climate again, because most of our wine growing regions tend to be maritime regions and, uh, we have a cooler climate that also has a fair bit of heat days to it. Now, as we know, it's easier to tell if a bottle is a Cab Franc if it comes from the New World, since they're labeling by varietal in the New World. So um, when you're picking up the bottle, it's easy to tell if it's Cab Franc. Um, and even with just a little bit of digging, if it just says Cab, you can kind of dig around and figure out if it's mostly Cab Franc or mostly Cab up. 
So if we're looking at old world, old world lines here are some regions we should be on the lookout for. So from France, right bank Bordeaux um, are where to look. Now the bottle won't say left or right bank, so how do, will we know which is which? Like I said, the main regions still to this day are right banks like Palmerol, Saint-Emilion, and Fronsac. They're um, Cab Franc driven on that side, but um, they definitely don't have to be just Cab Franc. Now the most famous of these is Chateau Cheval Blanc, which is a Premier Grand Cru Class A um, in Saint-Emilion. And sorry, in the Saint-Emilion classification. And it is about 90% Cab Franc every year. Sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's pure Cab Franc. Um, it just depends on the growing vintage. Now, if you don't want the sticker shock from drinking Bordeaux, then the Loire Valley is for you. Uh, Cab Franc is widely planted in Anjou, so A-N-J-O-U. Bourguet, which we talked about, so same as where the cardinal first had it planted, so B-O-U-R-G-U-E-I-L, Chinon, so C-H-I-N-O-N, and Samur Champagne, so S-A-U-M-U-R-C-H-A-M-P-I-G-N-Y. Now, if Italy is more your speed, Friuli um, has widely planted Cab Franc, vineyards. So Friuli is spelled F-R-U-I-L-I. There's some plantings in Veneto, V-E-N-E-T-O, where the grape is known as Bordeaux, so B-O-R-D-O. So if you see that on a label from Veneto, you can know that that's probably Cab Franc. Um, We also see it in Chianti and Apulia, A-P-U-L-I-A. and recently, Tuscany has seen an increase in plantings, particularly in Bulgari, B-O-L-G-H-E-R-I, and Marema, M-A-R-E-M-M-A. Um, so now that these blends won't be 100% Cab Franc, but they will be a little bit more Cab Franc driven um, than they are anything else. And again, like with Chianti, you will have to do a little bit of digging because it's not their main grape grow, grape that grows there. They just are starting to increase the growing, the planting numbers. So with Italy, I would totally suggest you ask your local wine shop consultant as to which ones they might carry that are Cab Franc based. Because like I said, it's probably not going to be on the label. You could probably dig around a little bit if you were um, willing to pull out your phone, do a little internet research. But it might just be easier to ask the person working than to do all that digging. So what does Cab Franc taste like, you ask? Despite being a robust wine, it is also a delicate wine at the same time. So it has a big push-pull style when you taste it. Um, So it can be a bit bold and aggressive, but it can also have a lot of finesse and smoothness to it. So bell peppers, especially the green ones, like we talked about, are often associated with Cabernet Franc um, because of the pyrazine levels. And when they're over or underripe, you get more of that 
note. So Cab Franc has like a really specific window in which to um, harvest it. And what you'll see is vineyard managers and winemakers out in those blocks a lot more. And they're tasting the grapes a lot more to kind of make sure they're getting the perfect quality. We also get notes of lots of red fruits. So cherries, strawberries, raspberries, tomatoes even. We get things like dried herbs, fresh mint, roasted red peppers, and sometimes even pencil shaving or flinty notes, um, which can be off-putting, but they are very balanced within the wine. Now, personally, I also get lots of black pepper and jammy notes. So I find that that cherry and strawberry note, which in something like a Pinot or Gamay might be very fresh and young, tends to be a little bit more jammy or stewed, um, a little bit sweeter tasting and kind of a little bit rounder and softer. So Cap Franc is also a killer food pairing wine. Um, you can put it with just about anything and everyone will enjoy it. Eating meat, it's a go-to. Everything from roasted pork, beef burgers and beef stew, meatballs and tomato sauce, chicken, especially in like a tomato curry sauce. Um, so you're getting uh, lots of tomato notes here on this one. Turkey with cranberry sauce. So if you didn't want white wine or gamay or pinot for Thanksgiving, you could totally have a Cab Franc. It would totally work. Wild game hens. So pheasant, quail, um, I don't know what else they would call a wild game hen because most wild game hen isn't wild anymore. Lamb, especially yummy with Greek spices. Again, remember it grows in Greece, so it works. Trout with pork belly and all kinds of pâtés. Cheese, la yum. Goat cheese, camembert, feta, and fontina on your cheese board are all great. Um, so those are all cheeses that are made places where Cab Franc grows. So again, what grows together goes together, right? Um, goat's cheese and camembert are both um, very uh, Loire Valley and Bordeaux Valley cheeses, so they grow really well together, and they go really well together. Ravioli and quiche, especially like a cheese and spinach quiche, do really well with Cab Franc as well, if you're looking for something a little lighter or something for luncheon. Cabernet Franc and vegetables are delicious. So think lentils, beans, roasted peppers, mushrooms, eggplants, all kinds of herbs go are so great with Cab Franc. So roasting a pork roast, for example, in sage, rosemary, and thyme would be absolutely delicious and would definitely bring out more characters from the wine. For sure. So guys, what's your favorite Cab Franc producing region? Let me know over at the website on episode 31's page. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, whether you have a question, comment, or a show topic idea, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me a number of ways. You can head over to the website again, so that's drinkswithally.com, and you can hit the contact form and fill it in. It comes right to my email, so I will see it, and I will answer if I get them. You can send me an email directly to drinkswithally at gmail.com. So 
in case we forget, Ali is spelled A-L-I. And you can leave me an email there. And I, again, I will get back to you. You can find me on all of the social media platforms. So running those down, we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, TikTok, Pinterest, Spotify. And you can send me a direct or private message there. I am at Drinks with Ali on all of those platforms. So it's pretty easy to find me. So with that, guys, fill your glass with something tasty. We'll talk again soon. Cheers, everyone.